Hey there! Every month, Annie has a call with our Path365 members and answers their questions. She tackles a wide range of topics from what to do with big emotions, what kinds of tips and advice she has for addressing difficult situations, how to deal with cravings, and so much more. Listen in as she does some real-life coaching for our Path members. She says, I struggle most with drinking alone to alleviate boredom and stress. I've worked through a lot of my other beliefs around alcohol, but I can't seem to kick those ones. Last time I tried to stay busy all day in order not to drink. Um, I felt exhausted. And by the end, I ended up just drinking that night. How do I find a balance between using alcohol to get through the mundane or unpleasant aspects of life and wearing myself out by trying to do all the, <laughs> the to-do lists on my list and try to avoid drinking? So I'm going to, I'm going to answer this because I think it's, it's so good for all of us. And what Claire is describing so articulately is this boomerang, this yin and yang, like yo-yo back and forth between escaping through alcohol or escaping through busyness. And the reality is that the pieces when we face the thoughts that we're trying to escape. All right. And so that's, that's really, you know, boredom is a very fascinating emotion. Okay. Like boredom scientifically, there is nothing that really exists. There's, there's really great scientific arguments to say that almost everything that has ever been created in the history of humanity has come through periods of boredom. And actually when you feel bored, certain parts of your brain light up that remember things better and that are more creative, but it's not comfortable. And it's especially not comfortable when we have uh, so much dopamine all day long from all the different things. And that, you know, you get dopamine when you pick up your phone, you get dopamine when you respond to an email, when you answer a text message, when you go to the store and get your, like all these, all these things, right? These doings give us an incredible amount of dopamine. Alcohol gives us like way higher levels of that dopamine. And one of the things that's can be very, very uncomfortable for through this journey, but the way out is through is learning how to be at peace, at rest, even in the unrest. So for instance, this is what it looks like for me really practically. When I was first trying to learn how to sit still, or, and this can be in all sorts of places, it can be in playing Legos with my kids because, or, or make believe for some reason, make believe is like, oh man, I don't know what they're going to make believe next. And I, I lost my ability to kind of be fascinated with it. And so I would just sit there in this, this whir of thoughts about all the other things I could or should be doing. And I'd find myself bored. And what I started to do inside my head, own head is be like, oh, this is what boredom feels like. Or when I first started to meditate and close my eyes, and I'd be restless and I'd feel all the, the, the feelings like the anxiety coming up that you just want to run away from. I'd be like, oh, this is what being still feels like. This is what boredom feels like. And just noticing how it feels with a level of just like a little bit of detachment to be like, oh, okay. Well, is it causing me any pain? No, not really. Is it uncomfortable? Yeah, a little bit. It's uncomfortable. Sometimes it's really uncomfortable. What does my mind want to do about it? And just treating my own experience of boredom um, or stress as an like an experiment with just so much curiosity. And for me, I really like to take that to like a journal. Like, what does stress feel like? And one of the things that has been 
really drilled into my head over the last, I've had a really wild month of March. I, I did a lot of like personal work and self-work and I went on this retreat and I did all of this, all of this stuff. And one of the things that I realized, I was actually talking to my mom about it this morning, is that um, we do, so we do a lot of things, whether it's drinking or cleaning or all the things on our to-do list, all the activities, we do all these things to escape how we feel. They're both, they're both escape, right? Escape into busyness, escape into a bottle. It's all escape. But the interesting thing is like the, the peace is found in the spaces, but not instantly. It's not like you just close your eyes and be still and instantly find peace. It's almost like you have to close your eyes and be still and let your whole mind kind of like race through all the things it wants to tell you, but not in a way that you're mad at it or that you judge it, just in a way of like, okay, this is a ride. I'm going to be on this ride of every single worry I'm going to have is going to go through my mind right now. And, and again, for me, I like to write it all down. Um, there's actually an activity called Morning Pages from The Artist's Way, which is a book from, I think it's from the 80s, but basically it says, wake up first thing in the morning and just write three pages by hand and just purge all of that. And then your whole mind is quieter throughout the rest of the day. And I have gone through phases where I've used that, you know, religiously, and then gone through times where it, you know, every tool is kind of like when you pick up and, and put back down, but that's been one that's really helped me with, with those sorts of things. The interesting aspects of it is that your, your capacity for peace and freedom is actually on the other side of that discomfort. So, you know, the question was, I struggle most with drinking alone to alleviate boredom or stress. And I just try to stay busy and then I'm exhausted. How do I find a balance between using alcohol or exhausting myself? And I'm saying well, the balance is actually right in the middle by allowing yourself to be with yourself in boredom and in stress. And the best way that I've found to just be with yourself in those things is to put on this hat of curiosity, this hat of, okay, what is this going to be like? How is this working? And it's it's fascinating and it lets go of you kind of when you can, can be with yourself in that. Um, but we will, if we don't do the work, and that's why the path is, you know, relatively soon in the path, we start to put down the drink. But it's it's a year for a reason because most of what we do is teach you all the tools to be with yourself. That's like a huge majority of the work that we will be doing here together and that we do over the year is that it doesn't matter if you if you don't solve that inability to be with yourself in the quiet, in the stress, in the hard times, in the easy times, you'll just pick up something else, whether it is overworking or whether it is another form of self-medication, you know, whatever it is, you'll just pick up something else, um, which you know, is, is fine. I mean, it's like, but it just doesn't, it, it prevents you from actually solving the problem. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you're ready to see how this naked mind can help you on your personal health and wellness journey and want to learn more, go to this to learn what your next best step is. Again, that's this we have all of our free resources, programs, social links, and more available for you there. Plus, if you have your own naked life story to share, you can submit it there as well. Until next week, stay curious.